Welcome to Compassionately You. Here, we host conversations in vulnerability and hopes to help and motivate others. My name is Brie Luganbill and I am your host. I love to have different guests on to talk about a personal journey that they went through. Sometimes it focuses on internal growth. Sometimes it does focus on body image as well and how that affects our overall being as a person. Thank you so much for being here today. Happy Monday. This is Bree, your host of the Compassionately You podcast. And today I have Jen Monroe of Rising Strong Wellness here. Hi, Jen. Hi. Thanks for having me. Thanks for being here. So Jen and I met a while back. She had reached out to me and she does trauma yoga as well as compassion work. We had a great meeting and then she became a sponsor for the Better Body Image Conference this year. Um, So I'm really excited to have her here. So, Jen, tell us a little bit about Rising Strong Wellness and why you started it. Yeah, so um, I started Rising Strong Wellness because I'm in this big transition of life. I come from a background of almost 20 years in the healthcare industry, and knowing that I came to this great transition um, through a lot of things that I've been through, this ebb and flow and change in my life, it became this big opportunity where I could learn more about myself and take all these wonderful teacher trainings. Um, And for me, it felt like I needed the more freedom to be able to run things the way I wanted to versus tying down to any one other business to associate, whether necessarily being associated with one studio. I wanted this extra freedom to be able to create some different programming that is not always available. Oh, that's incredible. Thank you for what you do. Yeah, thank you. And um, we had mentioned, we always share a personal journey story. So in the realm of compassion, a lot of times self-compassion works best with people who might have perfectionism. I'm one of those people. And you mentioned that the idea of perfectionism or always do your best was instilled at a young age with you. And since you do that work in trauma yoga and compassion, how has that helped you through your personal journey? For sure. So I think always do your best is a great thing, right? So, but sometimes that your brain can take that to a completely different place, to a completely different level if you have that little bit of perfectionist in you. So even as a young child, as a teenager, always doing your best. Um, I was extremely competitive. I'm always involved in team sports. Um, but I think that was also brought to a different level was even how you look, how you present yourself. And those are all good things. Mm-hmm. Um, but sometimes things can go off, off track there. So understanding that always do your best is a good thing. <laughs> yes. <laughs> but, yeah. um, but being able to, you know, take that to almost an unhealthy level where always do your best, maybe is putting a mask on, and maybe it is, um, you know, picking at yourself, being overly critical of yourself, and I think for me, that is something that I took to that level, and then carried with me for a long time. 
which then kind of becomes almost damaging to you at certain points in your life, I think, when you even go through the, you know, early adulthood and you're trying to figure out your way and what does this look like and who am I really and you have to start really doing some of that deep inner work um, and you're constantly evolving and I think when you're at that point and you're a perfectionist that idea of constantly evolving almost becomes failure yes and you're like oh but how could I have a, a fresh start and then another fresh start and then another fresh start um, so that idea of bringing self-compassion to myself was very healing it was very difficult work to be able to understand that I'm worthy of that mm -hmm. and that that I am able to constantly evolve and become a better person my best version of myself so always doing your best but then also becoming this best version of yourself for what you are right at that moment in your life yeah and when we go through different things if we don't fail or if we don't make a mistake how do we learn right. you know right. and so having that compassion mm -hmm. as a perfectionist and me relating as a perfectionist is so therapeutic but also so freeing because it goes you know what something might go awry whether it's me or maybe the situation that mm -hmm. we're walking into and it's really not that big of a deal it's yeah. okay but it's hard that control and that yeah, it's hard. Mm -hmm. <laughs> so just totally resonate with that. Yeah, so and I think where that leads me into my work um, of being this constantly evolving person where it's you have this whole different activities and events that happen over your lifetime and then finally maybe you come to this point where you're like, okay, aha, like now what can I do with this? I feel like I'm placed right in the right moment. And for me, that was starting my LLC and for becoming a yoga teacher, having this opportunity to be able to take what I've learned in all the hard work, all the hard things that I've been through, and then drop some perfectionism, allow myself to be vulnerable to people, and then just share my story. And do you find when you're vulnerable to people that then they feel like they can be vulnerable and then it leads to healing? Absolutely. Mm -hmm. And being vulnerable takes so much courage. That's the like whole catch twenty two of the thing. You have to be brave and courage you know, courageous to drop that mask, to drop the um, layers of whatever you're trying to appear to be and just be you and find out what that looks like to just be you. And when I think when you are comfortable and sitting in that, um, that allows that freedom to other people. And so you become that safe person in your business for all your clients or different even in your own personal life for anyone that comes there like um yeah I would, to be called a safe person and like that's a huge honor and a huge you know um i worked with a group last night and i told them i was just so we went around talking about what are you grateful for at the end of this session and moving forward into your new week and for me i just genuinely to hold that space for someone um not to give them all the answers but to still allow them that space to explore um to learn themselves, like that's a huge, that's a huge honor for me to be able to hold that space for someone. So it's about creating that community too. For sure. So everyone sees you are that person and you can do those one-on-ones, mm -hmm. but also there's other people like them that they can also be yes. vulnerable around. Yes. Yeah. And so what, how have you created that community within your business? I know there's something coming up, so. Yeah, so I have created, um, 
this beautiful workbook and community that we're calling Uprising. So it's changing mindset about body image. And I know that's work that you do and um, a really hot topic right now in the world of what's happening in our culture and what is that really doing to us? Um, this, you know, the culture that we've created and it's great um, to be able to come with a group of people that maybe you had no idea anything about them but you can come together and find this common this common hurt or this common healing or whatever it is that you're coming to seek to know that you're not alone. And so the beginning of Uprising, you said, starts with yoga. Tell me more about trauma yoga. What does that mean? What does that look like? Yeah, so um, trauma yoga is a little bit different in the fact that just having a different perspective of that you don't know everyone's story. You have no idea what people are carrying and um, really having this trauma-sensitive or trauma-informed view is so much bigger than just in a yoga class. Um, I really wish to spread that message to everyone that everyone could just recognize and pause before you speak, before you act to know you don't know what that person is carrying or what they've been through. So, number one, it just has a different perspective. Um, it's not walking into your typical power yoga class. Um, a lot of times it's a little more restorative. Um, there are certain poses that are um, really familiar in most classes that we would take out um, that may make someone feel vulnerable or unsafe. Um, and so it's just creating this different atmosphere. So a different perspective, a different atmosphere, and you would notice a little bit different of language. So. Um, my language in a trauma-sensitive class is very um, invitational, where maybe some point in your life you've had the power of choice taken away from you or taken mm -hmm. away from your body. And um, in trauma-sensitive classes, that power is handed back over to you. So I would maybe make a couple suggestions instead of just telling you, move your body in this way. I will offer you some choices that if it feels good for you, go ahead and try it like this. Or if this feels better for you, try it like this. So that power of what happens with your body is immediately given back to you. Oh, that's wonderful. Mm -hmm. And so after the yoga that you do, what is the next step for uprising? Yeah, so um, we, I'll step back for just a second. Oh, sure. As far as why we do yoga, why I've paired it with yoga. I love yoga. <laughs> I think it's extremely healing. But I knowing that we're talking about body image and so many of us uh, have tended to disconnect from our body maybe mm -hmm. there's something you don't like about it or that you don't want to acknowledge and so we just completely ignore it we lose touch with our intuition we lose touch with this own healing power that we hold within ourselves, and we tune it out and so i think yoga is a wonderful tool to allow you some space to create some silence where you can just check in with yourself. And I think that's a great way to burn off any energy before we sit down and get into some good work. So that is why we have chosen to pair it with yoga um, to learn how to get back in touch with your body. So when you practice embodiment, we'll move from that then into our session. And so, you know, in the first couple of weeks, we'll talk a lot about um, what our culture has created in this thin ideal and what it is, why we have it, what's happening to us because of it, um, and how it's affected each of us. And then we move into some different ideas the next few weeks over beginning to learn ourselves. But learning ourselves 
you know, learning to observe, you can observe yourself and say, okay, here's what's happening. But then I think we're trained to follow that up with a negative thought. Yes. Mm -hmm. um, we're like, well, I can stand and look at myself in the mirror and instantly we're like, oh, I hate my body or I don't even want to look at myself or I'm too fat to do this or I can't do this. Or, you know, like we're so shaming to ourselves. Mm -hmm. But instead, we come from this place um, and I draw a lot from wisdoms of uh, yoga texts that are out, uh, all over the place. And learning how to come from a place of honoring yourself, observing yourself with compassion and with honor. And so how do we do that? We step into that. Um, and we just, we go into a lot of different places. And some of it we touch into some groups and some of it we um, just allow ideas to be sparked so that we can move forward. Um, create our uprising of a new community. That's wonderful. <laughs> and it really, it aligns exactly with my mission here yes. as well as Better Body Image Conference. Mm -hmm. So aligned. And I agree. I feel like having that movement um, to let loose and just get more in your body and out of your mind mm -hmm. then makes your mind clear. Mm -hmm. So then you can fully accept and experience the compassion, yes. the compassion that you're going to be giving your students, but also the compassion that they're going to learn how to give themselves. Yes, <laughs> yes. So. And yeah, and I think so many people instantly when they hear body image, they think weight loss or mm -hmm. that they have to make this instant change. And so we're not doing yoga to lose weight. Mm -hmm. We're not doing this work. We will never even talk about how to lose weight. Um, I think so. I would love to clear the air about that. Yes. <laughs> yeah. We will never ever in this session talk about how you should lose weight. Yeah. Um, it is really more about coming together to learn yourself in the deepest of ways and just to learn your home, your body, your container, um, and what fills you up. Yeah. And I think that's why movement is the new word that I've been mm -hmm. using versus exercise even, mm -hmm. because I think exercise can be goal driven. And it has its place, mm -hmm. and that's okay for that. But I think the intention for this workshop, as well as for our work, yeah. is taking back movement and just making it be something that we do and that we can connect with our body and our mind. Moving is good. Mm -hmm. Moving is helpful. Our body needs that. Mm -hmm. But making it less frustrated from advertising and all that comes into it and more about the person. Yes, and I think, and maybe you'll think this or agree, it really comes down to your intention behind it. Yeah. Um, and so we talk a lot about that. What are your intentions? And always doing your best. Mm -hmm. um, so maybe, yeah, does it feel good to go out and run five miles? Okay, great. Why are, why are you doing that? Are you doing that as a punishment to your body? Are you doing that to feel better? Are you doing that to release stress? You know, are That's you doing true. that to look bikini perfect? What is, what is your intention behind it? Mm -hmm. um, and so we do, we evaluate a lot of our intentions and how to live maybe a little less out of habit and more out of intention. I really, really love that. Mm -hmm. The intention behind it. Yeah. Anyway, um, I'm so excited. So your event is going to be May 16th from nine to 11. Um, at Yoga Blue. Yes. Wonderful. And other information, how can people connect with you? Yeah, I would love, um, 
I love just to reach out and talk with people. So if you are ever interested in hosting this, if this workshop does not work for you, um, I can do this in different sessions and different settings. Um, but yeah, there's a link uh, either at the Yoga Blue site or my personal site, which is risingstrongwellness.com. Um, and it is, right now we're just working with $50 for Yoga Blue contract members and $70 for non-members. So that will include yoga, um, that includes your workshops and then other materials. Fantastic. And I'll make sure to have those all in the podcast notes for you so you can connect with Jen. Um, also, if you want to follow Jen now that you felt very inspired by her talk, as have I, how can they do so? Instagram, Facebook? Yes, yeah, all the social media, so Facebook and Instagram, both you can find me under Rising Strong Wellness. Wonderful. Yeah. Oh my gosh, this has been a wonderful conversation, and I feel just more... Oh, it's a great start to my Monday. <laughs> so thank you. Good. Thanks for having me. Thank you. And everybody, you have a wonderful Monday. If you'd like to learn more about today's episode, you can go to freelugenville.com slash podcast. If you'd like to join our private support group, you can find us on Facebook and search for the private group Compassionately You. If you would like to be a guest, you can email Bree at brieluganville at gmail.com. Thank you so much for listening, and have a great start to your week.